warning, this is a quite an adult show. It was yeah. meant for kids, but there's some themes that you may not want to listen to around younger years. Basically PG. Yeah. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. We are Brian and Bear. This is Growing the Beard. This is episode two. This intro is a bit short. Kick it. <laughs> Two Fat Men Talk Star Trek The Next Generation Join us on our continuing journey Oh yeah Yeah okay <laughs> uh, Episode 2 or episode 3 Because the first episode was a double episode Yeah but still it's episode 2 isn't it? The Naked Now Well we are you doing episode 2 of the podcast though? That's what I could say Oh that's probably episode 2 of the podcast Yes yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. But we're talking about episode three. Yes. That's going to get awkward. I'm, no. I'm, 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 actually, no, this is going to be episode three of the podcast as well then. I'll, this will be an episode one and two, double. Oh. Let's just go. Yeah, let's just uh, go. I'll, I'll edit all that out. Yes. <laughs> They're naked now. Well, I mean, which is weird because we're through the crust. I know, it's a good job. Yes, I mean, they, it is warm in the UK at the moment, but still. It's a lot colder than last week, though. I enjoyed last week. I hated last week. I God. really hated last week. Goddamn southerners. You're never happy. It's either too warm or too cold. No, no, no. I like the cold. Anyway, um, The Naked Now, which was a blatant rip from The Naked Time. Was it Naked Time? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, that, that, you say that, I say homage. It was a homage, yes. Um, and and the fact they even tipped the hat and said, "Oh yes, <clears throat> I remember something from years ago in the Enterprise of somebody showering with their crows on, and then that linked into the previous Enterprise." Yeah, uh, the first time it was actually uh, made canon that it was Constitution class oh. because uh, it was Data. No, it was Riker that was uh, talking about. He, went, he, he was in history class or something, and he... he... No, I mean, it was something along the lines of before his post on the Enterprise, he was leading up on previous Enterprises. Yeah. Oh, like, the old Constitution class. Like, like the suck-up like there is in season one by the looks of it. Yeah. yeah I mean, early Liker is such a suck-up. He, he wants to get his foot in the door. He's, he's And then he realises he's got more important things like trying to master a certain... Troy. Song. <laughs> Both them um, things, I suppose. Yes. Well, no, because Wolf has Troy, so. Uh, and then, and then he gets it back when he somehow. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Riker loses Troy in the episodes, and then in the films, which he directs, he gets it back. Mm. Yeah, uh, and you know, one of my little drunken lamberings that I do, uh, like, here's a bit of an early one for you, is. This is the first time that I've ever noticed Troy call like a Bill. Bill. I think it's one of the only times. Uh, I just... It was a Bill. I had to go back in the episode a few seconds and... Did she actually say that? <laughs> yes, she did. Mm. Uh, oh, it was also a Gene Roddenberry cameo as well. Was there? Yes, it's very short. But oh. it was there. The Great Bird of the Galaxy was in there. <laughs> That's funny. This will... Uh, tell people exactly when this episode was recorded as well. Have you seen that uh, when Shatner's came out and said that Lauren Brady would hate New Trek? No, was this during the Comic Con? Uh, SDCC or yeah. something like that. And like after a, 
did the episode that last night I was just scrolling about the internet as you do and like that came up and I was like, I have to mention that tomorrow because it's just funny. But on the same time, it's, it's, it's also came out that Lorenbury would not be a fan of what they did on DS9 and DS9 is like my favourite one. He wasn't happy but I had to give his, I had to give his uh, blessings to it. Yeah. Because he saw that while he didn't want conflict between people, well, between Starfleet officers within his show, he saw what they were doing for the larger story, and he respected that. Hmm. At least that's my head canon. Before you watched this episode last night, yeah. and watching it again today, what were your memories of it? Well, you first, when you thought, wow, we're watching this episode now. My memories of it were quite literally just the data in your bits. Because they are just mean potential, <laughs> and it. I think that and right, obviously everybody's seen the Crusher and Picard picture, and that's been mean to high heaven. That's all everyone thinks. You go, it's the most famous part of it. Like, <coughs> uh, Denise Crosby hates it, mm. uh, and then she, like I think I saw her in an interview somewhere, and she was she hated it, but then she came to acknowledge like it's probably one of the most famous moments she's ever had. Yeah, well, it's... thinks of it fondly. <laughs> Well, it's like just the whole little thing of like, oh, and I, I am programmed in several ways and, oh, can you be gentle? I want somewhere to be gentle. And it's like, this was actually uh, pre-Watershed in the 80s. <laughs> it was. Well, well, I think like, it was pre-Watershed and she mentions lape gangs and everything. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's like, ooh. It, went, it went through the uh, censoring people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, couldn't say anything expressed, but still, the word itself, even back then. Well, a lot of it. I mean, <laughs> I was expecting later on. I didn't obviously. I said before in the last podcast episode, I thought it was later, and it wasn't, because yeah, as your valid point was, this is supposed to show everybody what they're not like. Yeah. What I read, it, it was supposed to show uh, what everyone's deepest desires were. Which you can kind of see where it was going with it, but it just turned into the drunk episode. Yeah, and it's, oh, this is people without their inhibitions. This is not mm. what they're going to be all the time. They're going to be all professional. But again, they is you didn't even need to move this to like end of season. You could move this to, say, episode 10, 11, where people had a grasp of everybody, and it would have worked so much better for me. Yeah. I My memories were just cringe. At the time, I'm thinking, oh, guys, we have one being drunk and all that. Um, and it's now, after I watched it, it's one of my favourite episodes again. Uh, the, the, uh, the, it just has so much heart. <laughs> well, uh, I've been hindsight now because so you watch it, what the, you know, we know what they're actually like. And it's just, it's great because you, now you know what they're like. Yeah. It's, oh, Dear is doing this. Jordy. I mean, Jordy kind of got me because, like, Jordy's drunken. Persona is basically I feel sad and horny, which yeah we've all been there, but still, I mean, but if you look at it, that, does actually lead into Jordy's character very later on. Jordy does shine, he does shine in this episode. Mm. He does show how good he was. I, I I did like the decision of not making Worf drunk because they wanted to save the angry Kringon thing for later. I did, uh, yeah, I noticed that. Though. Worf wasn't caught. I mean, he. <laughs> I wasn't even growing up in Klingon, was he? He was uh, on Klingon, sorry. He grew up on Earth. Grew uh, up on Earth. Lusher, actually. So, I um, mean, well, he, he must know how to handle a pandemic. 
<laughs> Keep away from me. <laughs> it it is very good in Russia. <laughs> we we do not touch. We have to take five layers off. Yeah. Right. Uh, enough of the preamble. <laughs> um, you want to go through any of your notes first, or shall we watch it? Uh, well, I do my little random drunken shenanigans. Yeah, the thing that the three ones that I picked up were technically four, but we've mentioned kind of two of them. Uh, the two that are they just like at the start of the episode, and I discussed this with you earlier. Uh, when they're going through the ship at the start, and Data was like, "Oh, there's indications of a wild party." I just thought at that point, how many bodily fluids are on that wall? Just it's like, come on, that I mean, I know they're all frozen in that, but that that, that scanner picks up everything. <laughs> also, on the same ship, if you look at the bodies, how many strategic towels do you see? Strategic towels. S- strategic. Basically, yeah, like the the get yeah, we can get there are tells praise praises, and lastly, you're basically told Jordy to f off to Shaggy's best mate because Jordy was at least putting the moves on Tasha, and then Tasha's ah. like, no, 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 the thing that Jordy, you're not very well, and then about five minutes later, she jumped to bed with his best mate. It wasn't his best mate just yet, though. That's the thing. Ah, Rose before hose. Well, that was certainly interesting. uh, Yeah, okay then. So, are we going to go watch it now? Aye. Right then. Hey, so this should be an advert, but it's not because we don't get paid for this, so we're doing our own advert. Today, we'd like to promote LeVar Burton Reads. LeVar Burton is not paying us for this. He He can. Probably not going to, but he can. Anyway, if you enjoy short stories led by a very handsome man with a very beautiful voice, recommend The Varbet and Leeds. The Varbet and Leeds can be found wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Finished watching it. We were not disappointed. <laughs> nah, it was a good episode. Yeah, I reckon it's one of the best. Knowing what you know, it is definitely an episode that is better than hindsight. Definitely. Uh, it's it's one of them. I don't know. I remember it being cringy the first time I watched it, and I can associate with the cringe now. It is still cringe, but we accept the cringe. We accept the cringe, but it's just funnier now. I we recommend uh, going back and watching this so much, yeah. and they like, possibly with a nice whiskey or something. Yes, you need a drink for this. Well, they we, can, can associate as well. He, <laughs> Here's a drinking game. Have a line of shots and take a shot every time someone gets infected. Infections? Oh, well, a few infections. Uh, what, five, six? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good game, that is. Aye. Okay, so let's, uh, let's run through what happens, eh? All my notes. And first thing I noticed, Troy was not deemed sexy enough. No, I, mean, I definitely did not objectify her as much in this episode as I did previously. I agree with that, but obviously she was meant to be the uh, appeal yeah, you could tell from the first episode, hmm. and this time she was also. I mean, she didn't have the uniform on, but that what she was wearing was very nice. Uh, you know, she, yeah. I don't want to objectify her, but she, you can tell that that was they were showing her curves off very nicely. Yeah, but the camera was more panning on your and Crush's curves than Troy's. They, they, yeah, they panned on. Well, they panned on uh, on Crush, Beverly Crush's curves. Yes. I want to 
Yes, they. I mean, you don't want to get under the whole little Laker then, like between Riker and Wesley. Yeah. yeah, and like even though Laker definitely had a pervy smile for goddamn like data in this episode as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she had a, a a nice outfit on, but he could tell. And but I, I don't understand why because they want to show off for Troy's beauty. Martina says his beauty. She's got it definitely. Oh, ah. Uh, and they put her, and they put her in that, which. Uh, don't get me wrong, was also very nice. The lovely little uh, suck and blow things on there, I like that, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, very infantile humour, but also amusing. Obviously, uh, a suck and blow joke. Yeah, to like, proper enjoy a suck and blow joke, you either have to be a teenage boy, or have been once a teenage boy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, it's funny because this show was made because Star Trek got popular off being in a kid's slot, the original. The kids loved it mm. when it was made for adults. And then they make an episode like this, which is, it's something crazy. It's like, well, it's, it's very close to like the Muppets sort of comedy. Yeah. Where they have the bit of blue in for the adults. Well, that is what intensively the best comedy is. They, it, Two layers. Yeah. They, I mean, they, I go back and watch a, a few of like kids films with like the munchkins and this, they, the stuff that they just look at me is like, Brian, why are you laughing at that? I'm like, you'll, you understand there. You understand when you're older. Yeah. Another thing you pointed out to me was there was a towel up a guy's bumhole. Yes. So uh, <laughs> you're saying strategically, strategically placed towels, but one, I mean, over, over crutches and stuff when they were all frozen. But there was one up his bum. It, uh, oh my god! I can't see that ever. Maybe it was just midwipe, and then the thing opened up to space. Well, when where, what what all three of them. Well, what um, was he doing wiping his bum in front of two other people? I don't know if they men or women, well, but... Well, I mean, and they were all naked anyway. Gotta take it, you've never been to a party. No, that's getting beeped. <laughs> a beep you, party. You, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've never been to a party, you know, you're right. I'm cutting all this out. Oh. Yeah, so after they go over to the ship that I can't pronounce... The the Lushen ship. Tchaikovsky or something like that. Uh, no, Chai- so, uh, that Tchaikovsky's an author and uh, composer. I know, That's but it's what, spelled that way. I yeah. can't, well, it's spelled kind of like that. And just after the they hear the uh, the contradiction that Data made, they've all been blown out. They go over there, figure out everyone's dead, and that's Riker's report. It's not much of a report, really, if you think about it. What? They, it was reporting what he saw. It was an initial report. Initial? No, he's got a report for you, Captain. What? Uh, you remember when you said they were all dead and they're no life signs? Yeah, well, they're all dead. They're definitely all dead. They're definitely all dead. <laughs> he was just being followed to see what the computer light was collecting its scan. And uh, there's some more signs of um, Riker's bad back. <laughs> he just stands awkwardly funny, like, oh, there we go, I'll just stand like that. There we go. Push the bum out. Which is weird, because, well, actually, he wasn't really a famous actor at that point. You would have thought he would have been able to pay for some sort of surgery or whatnot, but... I believe. Surgery means time out. And no. this, this episode, I think, was filmed less than a week after the first one. Mm. So there was no time. Yeah, it was, oh, we, we, it's been picked up. We're going with it. Which is good. It's like, hang on, just wait six months while I, I get some surgeon to open me back up and we fix this scene or whatever it was he got wrong with. Well, I say it's good because how many shows do you see now that the pilot just, everybody looks completely different because it's been six to eight months since the film. Yeah. It. And it's just, <laughs> who are you? What? Huh? Yeah, and so now people start getting a bit drunk. Mm. And this is what, I think, we'll watch this when we were a lot younger. 
Uh, it might have been cringe because all people were drunk and all uh, that. Oh, they're just acting like numpties. 30 Ooh. years later, 30 years later now, we can kind of identify. And relate to each stage. Yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> um, because, I mean, we all know the first time, you know, Geordie a bit drunk, he becomes a bit of an asshole. Uh, I... He thinks he's funny and he's not. And it's like, we've all seen one of them. We might have even been one of them at the time. Yeah, uh, it just reminds me of my dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Tell me I'm wrong. I've not really seen your father Oh, oh no, The man's like a dog with a bone. He just will not let it go. And it's like, Betty, just shut up. I can oh, keep that in if you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Jordy goes to be told though. Because he goes from that. And then he goes to the spearing drunk as well. So he just gets, takes off his, his badge and just walks off. And he's like, where'd he go? Uh, Everyone's seen that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, all, we've all been out. And if you haven't been out for a drink, you don't drink. I'm sorry. Airfress, mm. I'm out. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he gone? I don't know. Uh, he's he, he, around. It was here a minute ago. <laughs> uh, I believe Gav specifically calls it the backdoor boogie. The backdoor boogie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then he goes to depressed drunk. I mean, very, very good for um, LeVar Burton's acting ability. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, he should be used more. Because effectively, as you mentioned, he was really good. After that, he, he, he was wrote out. Yeah. Just, all right, you've had your 10, 15 minutes, mate. Just lie in this bed and pray off your nipples a bit. Yeah. Touchy drunk. Which yeah. was the, the final part. Yeah, and I want to know what he was dreaming about because his mouth was doing some weird actions. I think it was acting. Yeah. What what would you dream about if you were really drunk? <laughs> A kebab. kebab. Mm. Something one really wants. <laughs> yeah, uh, also during the last part there, uh, that was, well, we went to this later, obviously, but that was uh, both our quotes of the show. Yeah, actually came from Jordy. Yeah. Uh, while Jordy's doing his uh, backdoor boogie, as you call it, mm. he finds Wesley, and he predicts the voice modulation that we see nowadays that can, you know, takes, but you can read out a sentence or a, a, a few lines of words, and it can make new words with what you wrote, what, what you've said. Yeah, that was just, a few years ago, actually. Give it just that one was obviously a lot more precise because it was definitely Patrick Stewart just saying the lines. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now you, you can't tell the difference. It's weird. I think the the actually it depends Steve, on the level of the program. I've seen some that are patches anything. Stephen Hawking actually did it. He actually wrote, he did all the words and all that. Mm. And when the technology finally became available, you mean Stephen Hawking's computer did all the words? No, no, no. He, Stephen Hawking can't speak, so it he definitely... could speak. Though that's the problem. <laughs> no, no, not a problem. He could speak, and obviously he knew. Obviously, you've got you've got videos out there when he was doing seminars and stuff. Yeah. While he could speak, he actually recorded himself all his words. So when the technology was available, he it could just... make his own voice. When it finally was available, he decided against it because his Every, compu- everybody his, knew the his computer, computer voice was his voice. Yeah. Just thinking about it, that's one of the other things that Star Trek. I say he projected it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. Well, uh, the thing with like, that Star Trek is they were looking at what could happen. They uh, that I think Lodman came out of like he doesn't like it being called science fiction. He he was more of a futurist kind of yeah. seeing where technology could go. <clears throat> well, we'll we'll go on to that on later episodes and later seasons and how he was telling the truth. Possibly even in just two years' time as well. Uh, Google Grass with like the Dominion War. Well, your stomach and mine. That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted me Harley's me Harley's breakfast. Ah, once again, Data. He's got a... Another thing with Data, you'd think he'd have built-in Wi-Fi. 
I was actually thinking of that and I didn't want to bring it up because it is, <laughs> what, the 24th century at this point? Yeah, some sort of internet or connection to a database. Well, what would like, the sending transmissions to to and from starships. Yeah. You would have thought that data would have something plugged in, but I think they, they decided against that because it would make them too inhuman. Yeah. I know, Be- uh, yeah, I mean, the storylines, yeah. Yeah, because later on, do you remember the Binarians, the, like, Bruarians that basically speak in ones and zeros? Yeah, that's that's the episode name, isn't it? One, uh, one zero zero one zero yeah, zero one one. Yeah, something like that. And they're all hooked up together, aren't they? And they can transfer thoughts. So I think Laurenbury knew about it, but he said, I don't want to do that with data. I mean, it's pretty out there. It's... Also, we kind of did the... it... Uh, they uh, with uh, Andromeda because Gene Norman did Andromeda, didn't he? Yeah. And they, you had the android that was linked to the ship on yeah, Andromeda. I haven't seen Andromeda, but that's one of the other things that I can't watch it mm. because if I watch it, then it's over. Uh, but, but it's Hercules in space. I know it's Hercules in space. <laughs> I've seen bits of it. I've got a load of DVDs upstairs. Also, Tia Anastasi is one of the, like, the best characters in sci-fi, I thought. Uh, it's that just the actor got into trouble with Kevin Sorbo because Kevin Sorbo got a bit of an ego trip and it's like, your character's more popular than mine. I'm limiting you alone. <laughs> That's Kevin Sorbo, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, Data doesn't know needle in a haystack. Yeah. Really. Which which is a very common like term of phrase. That's very weird. But as I said during the episode, I think is that an abandoned character arc that they had where Data... Maybe not every episode, but once every couple of episodes is told a tenor phrase or a word that he doesn't quite know, and then it's like kind of bringing him more into the human race type thing. You know what I thought you were going to say then? Mm? It's like a phrase he didn't know, and then over the top, Ding, the more you know. <laughs> That's far too cliche. Uh, you've, yeah. yeah <laughs> Perfect. <dear. laughs> We've had Geordie being a bit drunk, and now it's Yaw, which hey. is basically horny. Deadass. Yeah. What I mean, get, the like, camera goes for it. So I, I was just gonna say that's not me being sexist. That is purely what the cameraman was doing. I mean, she was walking down that car- corridor, and that camera was fully focused on those hips. Yeah. Again, it must be edging towards the uh, the more adult watching of the demographic. Demographic. There we go. Yeah. yeah the adult part of the demographic yeah the thing you which uh you which you want to hit the 18 to 45 demographic because they're the one that buy all the merch well that's now what did it before uh, it's always been 18 to 45 yeah the thing that it's either 18 to 45 or 18 to 49 i want to say 45 because it seems more it should be but that's the sweet spot basically if you can get those viewers in they'll buy your stuff Data doesn't know another word. <laughs> again twice in one episode but this time the card's like oh, i can't be bothered explaining this to you yes and like the Frenchman came out with a very British saying. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't turn into a uh, cannon until another... 20 70s. years. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, it's tw- over 20 years, isn't it? Way Cause... over 20 years. Obviously, Yard jumps on one's bones. I, I'm going to disagree with this. I think that Yard's first time was of data. Well, well, actually, we'll go into that in a minute. Okay. So Much that data did. Yeah. Uh, we then have the little conversation between Picard and Worf that... The star totally won't explode and destroy the Enterprise. Wink, we... wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. So, well, what chance of exploding? Oh, it's going to explode. But we can we can escape this on half impulse. And then, yeah, sure. Then we get to my point where it's the only really cringy moment, mm. and it's the um, don't want. I, I don't. Do they do they reveal his ethnicity? The secondary engineer. 
Oh, uh, the the uh, the the Asian brook. Yeah, I think it was Chi. I'm thinking they might have been like overtly Chinese because honestly, I can't even remember his name. So I know, I know he played a big part. But to me, that's like it was very stereotypical at the time in America as well. Yeah, f- the commies. Yeah, it was. It was very because that's what back then as well. It was made something made in China. It was always very bad quality, very inept. He seemed very silly, and he wasn't even wearing a uniform. It just seemed like I, it was a bit. They, it was a bit degrading. The whole uniform thing was back to TOS. Scotty was the the only engineer that wore a uniform in TOS, wasn't he? Uh, maybe. Yeah, but there were a lot of jumpsuits in engineering in TOS. He's literally the only guy wearing the jumpsuit in the engineering. Yeah, well, they, that somewhat annoyed me, the whole little thing of like, oh, yes, chief engineer, come see Picard. No problem. Then, oh, uh, assistant chief engineer, come to medical. Oh, there's nobody to take over. There is literally five or six people yeah, behind you. Yeah, in the background. <laughs> Just keep an eye on this for us. And he goes, yeah, and then and then he says, I trust the kid. Yeah. Which, another, it's... I'll learn about that next episode. <laughs> that, like the whole little Wesley thing annoys the bejeebus out of me. He pulls it back a little bit for me in this episode. Mm. Yeah, so I don't like that part. It just seems a bit pandering to the audience of the time. Yeah, it's a bit bit cringy, quite cringy actually. Next is I what I thought was going to be your quote of the show. Yes, it was Data trying to describe a joke to Picard. <laughs> there was a lady from Venus who was shaped like a uh, captain to security. <laughs> well. Well, I mean, they, if any Pokemon fans, she was shaped like a combustion. Combustion, right? Okay then. I mean, I don't, give I, that, I'll show you the picture I'm later. A Pokemon fan. Well, I'm an old school Pokemon fan. I don't know that. Gen three, fire, bird, star. Would that technically be old school now? Yeah, I think it would be. Or that mean, I mean, Gen three, mid two thousands at least. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So I stopped. I stopped a long time ago. I didn't know this, but Yar was the first person to say. Fully functional. I know. Which did actually shock me a wee bit. I thought it was a data line. Yeah. So you but are fully I am fully functional. No, it's... You are fully functional, aren't you? Fully. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a cringy moment if you're younger, but it's just that funny. Combuskin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I've just shown him a picture of what combuskin looks like. <laughs> See, all the Pokemon fans, like the one Pokemon fan listening to this now is laughing. And they're like, why is he, why he or she laughing at this? I'm sorry. People looking at you funny now. It definitely looks like a woman from Venus. Yeah, it mm. does. Well, how did they get away with that? I want to know that. Uh, because it's a fighting chicken with stocky legs. It's not stocky legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Right, so straight after that, or close to that, should I say, because I haven't taken timing notes, Riker gets infected, and he stays pretty much the same until the end, which proves he is the responsible drunk. Or a functioning alcoholic. And he is a musician, and musicians do get drunk, and they still can do stuff on stage. Yeah, but he literally, he gets, he's one of the first ones. I mean, he plays the trombone, that's like half a musician. (laughs) (laughs) He tries to play the trombone, (laughs) tries to play a certain song. So, Racket gets infected, and it doesn't affect him, because he's a functioning alcoholic. Beverly Crusher gets infected more or less straight after. Within a few minutes. Touches... Yeah, and which she explains, oh my god, you've brought her in, she's touched you, and now you've touched me. So they get more or less infected within the same time. She shows signs more or less straight away, but as explained throughout the show, she works through it, which is the drunk that can work. Hmm. The semi-focused drunk. 
because as we find out later, she becomes unfocused. <laughs> so oh yes, that fuck drink. was that laugh? <laughs> um, oh, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> drunk Wes is not funny, but he's not terrible, and it endears me because. <laughs> When he finds out, he's saying how he feels and all that. He goes, I feel strange, but also good. And it's like, oh, it's the first time someone gets drunk. Everyone said that. Yeah, I'll kind of give Will Wheaton this. But for me, I, I say I'm already planning in my head a lant for next episode for that Wesley. So I'm that just going to leave it. It's not for me. And. <laughs> You'll hear the rant next episode. They just put here. Wesley describes. Uh, Wesley describes it. Everyone's first time with alcohol. Next note. Racket is still functioning, fully. Not quite fully. You fully. You don't, you don't even seen the sweat yet. Uh, Beverly Crusher has now started sweating. <laughs> Moist. Then head off to the um, the bridge where, after data was sent to retrieve Yar. <laughs> comes back to easily probably one of the most funny scenes of the show <laughs> yeah. uh, just, just see him in the background uh, at cool Treg at cool bump yeah the only fools and horses joke <laughs> it's like, ah Data you're still functioning fully captain <laughs> and the good eight and then just Brent Spenner has a <laughs> eating grin all the way through <laughs> <laughs> that that um, I'll have to beep that that was when Yar grabs him. Date is the one that gets drunk and just can score really easily. Good man. Good He's man. the one that's just like, find someone, get go. I've seen them too many times. What? It isn't my fault that the English birds are like a Scottish accent. <sighs> I don't care. It's a long time ago. Mm. <laughs> right. And now this is... If that first part didn't make you laugh, the scene... With Beverly Crusher and John Luke Picard, well, uh, we've we've all seen the the picture memes of it, but the memes do not come close to the sheer hilarity of 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 the whole thing combined. It's in, indeed. He's <laughs> <laughs> giggling about it, just thinking about it now because it's just the. <laughs> what what do you want to do with me, Crusher? Oh, if only at the time, <laughs> Doctor. No, <laughs> and there's the the camera just pans up. It's like oh. and she walks up to him, and if you've ever seen Future Army, I can't remember what episode it was, but it's the camera one, camera two, camera three. Camera one, <laughs> Bender's left eye. <laughs> camera two, Bender's right eye. <laughs> camera three, Bender's face. Nothing moves. <laughs> that's that's what happened here. Just go up to him, and he's they're talking, and he just goes. <laughs> She's, she's grabbing his crotch, <laughs> and, he, and he gets affected. <laughs> here's that little tidbit, actually, that, I, that I'm that i not sure if you picked up on it, but I was listening out. I didn't hear any sound effect for Picard getting infected. Ah, you only get a sound effect when it's shown on camera. Mm, I, nah, I don't but like it. it. I, 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 I'm going with that, because it just proves that Picard's the guy that can't handle his alcohol. But, but he runs a vineyard. No, he left the vineyard. <laughs> The difference. I know, but in 30 years in the future, he runs the vineyard. Yeah, well, he can get used to alcohol after that, can't he? But he was not an alcohol drinker, as was shown. But that you telling me that the camera, that it's going up to him, and the camera conveniently avoids the crotch, he makes a funny <laughs> noise, and then starts acting drunk. It's very much implied, I will give you that. But he, he, I mean, it happens to him, literally straight away, he cannot, he cannot handle it. 
Um, meanwhile, I, I'm still going for the whole little thing of it goes on age. Younger people, it takes longer to infect and get over. And then the older, it just hits them. Because what was Picard in this? Because he's like 100 in Star Trek Picard, isn't he? So that's it 30 years ago. The man is no. technically in his 60s or 70s. He can't be that. No. Yeah, I think that I'm pretty sure they came out and said he's like close to 100 in Star Trek Picard. We'll do that on the next episode. We'll find out. Hmm. But I don't think he's that old. Because I remember being one of the youngest youngest captains. He might have been on the Stargazer. He can't be in his 60s, though. I'm pretty sure he is. I mean, <laughs> actual-wise, he was in his 60s when he did uh, when he did Patrick, Patrick Stewart did, mm. uh, what do you call it, uh, Face Contact. Yeah. Uh, I think the I think Gene Lauderbury wanted to show that people are living for longer. So ah, maybe. this is like, this might be his 50s plus, but he's still actually in his prime. Yeah, I say it might be in his 50s. I can't remember. Mm. I don't want to commit to that. Meanwhile, Riker is still functioning fully because Picard has just been infected. He literally takes over from him now. Yeah, and he's like, Picard, you sit in the kiddie chair. I'm taking the big boy. Yeah, and then there's Data sitting the other side. Man, man spreading. (laughs) Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but little Data's a bit tired. He needs some air. (laughs) Oh, my God. You were thinking it. We were all thinking it. Yeah, we might have been thinking that. <laughs> yeah, the so thing it... is, like, though, is because Data's an android, obviously. He doesn't need to give up. Right? So did he just leave Yar in like, a sweaty mess and it just passed out? Right, ah, this is what I was going to go to before. So you don't believe that Yar had her end away? I... Right, what I think is, mm. yeah, she found that bloke... She took him back. He got satisfied. She didn't. Mm. And she's like, what What machine could I use? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm still in which camp is why, Data. Which is why she was so pleased when Data was fully functional. Uh, so and she's like, like, she's had p- She wants something a little bit more. Oh, I might need beep that. No. Uh, so it's basically like in your head anyway it's the bird that isn't satisfied and then finishes herself off after the broke leaves yeah nah. no no nah. In that case, oh so you just like, you just want to pick up data don't you it uh, happened it happened deal nah, with nah. it man no nah, no nah. <laughs> can we just at least agree on Riker actually is the one responsible for shaving the ship yes yes without him having a clear head even though I don't think it's because he's, he's a responsible drunk, I think he's just that much of a suck up. He wants the murder. He, he, well, no, because it was defined obviously later on that he he was climbing the ladder hmm. up until like season three or four, where they realised oh he wants to stay as second in command. Yeah, they, they he doesn't want any ship that isn't the Enterprise. Kind of how that it's, came. You wouldn't want to leave the cushy job, would you? <laughs> well, I mean that cushy job where he almost dies once a month. Yeah, but there's also the chance that, you know, he could take over, as he did. Nah. Oh, well, apart from when Jericho and then that female yeah. admiral and stuff took over. There's only four lights. Yeah, so, I mean, speaking of Jellico, I have a newfound uh, respect for him, at least. Uh, he when did it... actually make Troy wear a uniform, I suppose. Yeah, it's got one foot for him now. I used to hate him. Now it's like, I can kind of see where you're coming from. I know, but installing like a third shift. I mean, what a douche nozzle. Uh, to close up then, Riker, he shows no real signs of drunk, even at the very end. And the very end, Yard's a regret- regretful drunk. 
Oh, the world, the, the, you know, the ship's been saved all over there. Straight, Yar comes over. I'm telling you this once. This never happened. Well, well, uh, it boils down to, have you ever heard the t- term uh, Coyote Ogre? I've heard, I've heard of the film. Oh, I don't get it. It is a line from the film, but I've used it over the years as well. It's that when you wake up next to somebody, that normally it's the that ugly, but it comes into you just regret doing what you do. That you would rather bite off your own arm and leave rather than wake them up. Oh, it's the knuckle bite thing. Mm-hmm. You wake ah. up in the morning. Ah. Yeah. Get it. To me, Tasha Yar is very much like you know how you had a drunken text message and you just don't want to look at your phone. She's a drunken text messenger, is she? <laughs> she, she? She definitely is. <laughs> We're going off to drunk now. Uh, before we do, before we rate them all on their drunks um, persona personas. See, we really should have gone through like all the uh, guests and all that, but I'll be I'll be honest with you. As of recording this right now, I haven't actually edited fully the first episode yet. So I'm running low on things, and I probably won't be uh, finishing the editing this episode until after we've recorded the episode after. So it's going to pile up on me, but it'll be alright. I'll I'll do some quick research for the next yeah. episode. Personal lives and all that, you know. Yeah. So, quote: Do you want to go first while I find mine? Mine is, of course, the whole little Geordie one. Help me to not give into the wild things coming into my mind. Anybody who has been blotted drunk knows that feeling. And just that, yeah, Jordy, I completely agree, mate. There we go. Uh, I, I, I knew mine, but I wrote it, I had to write it down earlier on because I, it's, I keep getting it wrong. But it Why was... I wrote mine down last night. <laughs> well, I told you I didn't have time. Mm. I, um, it was a Jordy quote as well. He, he did really good. And it was wrote for the like 15 minutes he was in, it was wrote really, really well for him. It was when he asked, he wanted Yard to help him see better. He says, You already see better. And the quote, I see more, but more isn't better. I just think that's great because it just shows a technically. That's what she said. <laughs> <sighs> I was trying to be serious then. <laughs> Not going to happen. But it's like one of those things where you, you, you're completely blottoed and you just. You think so much better, you do more, but it's just. It's not. A uh, little factoid for you whenever somebody's drunk or that level of drunk. 60 to 70% of what they say is the truth. There you go. <laughs> but it also goes down. I mean, it must have been because I've watched Insurrection since then. When yeah, it actually he, sees the sunrise. Yeah, and there's great acting there as well. Oh, the Var Burton can act. Uh, just... he, can, he can read. He's, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They, uh, this is a cheap, shameless plug. But if you have access to any more podcasts, which I'm assuming you do if you listen to this tripe, I mean, we enjoy doing it, but yeah, I'm going to take the mech out of us. Uh, LeVar Burton leading podcast is just brilliant. LeVar Burton reads. Yeah. That's the that's the podcast. Well, I listen to it awake all the time. Uh, there's a few there's a few ones where it's like, uh, are you uh, at work? Are you all right? I'm like, yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, why is it leaning inside? <laughs> Even one of the time I got to the point where warning you don't want to drive when you're reading this. I'm off. <laughs> Listen to that one later. Right. So I've wrote down the um, the types of drunks they are because mm. I just thought it was it's it's something fun. Yeah, it's amusing. And if if you've had a drink before and you've been in a bar, you've had friends, you drank around with friends, you've met these people. Picard can't handle it. He's the one that just has one drink. 
It hits him straight away. He is basically the dude that has went in too hard. Instead of easing in with a pint, he went straight to the short Sani. Well, I mean, I'll be be fine. Shots before being never clear. (laughs) Never better whatever it is. It's beer uh, after shots. Your hard stuff first, then the ale after. Beer before liquor, never quicker or something like that. Yeah. Fauci. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, the opposite is true. It's freaking hard to finish on that. I mean, she enjoys it, but damn, like, little Brian doesn't. I'm cutting that off. <laughs> That's what she said. Riker is the responsible one, hands down. He 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 got stuff done today. Oh, well, as I said, right, like is the drunk that keeps 20 quid in his arse pocket for, like, the takeaway at the end of the night. Yeah, he's the responsible drunk. He's the one that gets everyone home. Call the taxis. You all right, mate? Yeah, time to go. Let's go. Yeah, and taxi for you, taxi for you, taxi for you. 20 quid in his pocket. Take away, home, done. Yeah. He even leaves a bo- the, the glass of water next to his bed for the, in the morning. Oh, no, they like, even drinks two pints of water before bed. Oh, just, just there you go then, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's one of them. That's how much of a sock up he is. But because he's so responsible, he doesn't get his... Uh, jollies. His jollies, no. Which is very unfortunate for Troy. Who who, who basically becomes a like a sexual... Yes, she she becomes horny just for Riker. Yeah, that doesn't work out well for Troy. <laughs> poor Troy. Poor poor Troy. Poor poor Pipe. Next to, uh, I'm keeping off that one. <laughs> End I'm, joke. Ke- I'm keeping it in though. That's the thing. Um, oh, that's what she said. <laughs> this is a really bad episode. It's it's going to be. Uh, oh, um, I'm going to put a warning on the start of this episode. Yeah, good you day. can't not go around some of these things with the, the concepts on here. Thank you for going this far into the episode with our lamberings. Yes. I'll put a warning at the start. Oh, I don't want to explain this to my daughter. I don't know. This, I'm, I'm, if I'm watching Star Trek, I'm avoiding this episode with her. I Definitely. Do, I don't know. Beck and Si would think this was hilarious. But for the kids' reasons and <laughs> they wouldn't pick up on the adult stuff. At least I hope they wouldn't. I've got a toddler that will question everything. So it's like, nope, not watching yeah. this. See, 12 and 13, so. So, yeah, I've just next to Worf, I've put smart, because he doesn't get infected. He is the smart one. A smart or antisocial? And that's smart to me, that is. <laughs> there's there's an, a commonality with recent events. You'd be antisocial. I mean, we're being really silly now, but I've been vaccinated and I've had it before, so. I've had it twice. Oh, dear. And so, the vid. And the vid. Uh, um, I call Data the one that scores without trying. He yeah, does. let's be honest. He, they, he was throwing his dart at an easy target. He didn't throw anything. She threw it on him. They, I was just using an analogy. <laughs> that analogy... <laughs> he, he, was throwing a, he, he was stood there holding the dart. She got the dartboard and threw it at him. Uh, Jordy is the one that goes through all the emotions. We've had yeah. that one. And you know, he disappears as well at some point. But he does. He goes through all the emotions. He had that one. One drink. Oh, second drink. I love you. Second drink. Third drink. Yeah, they. they I. I always explain myself like that to to people when they first meet me, drinking. It's like I start off hating you. <laughs> I love everybody. Then I'm back to hating people. Then, then horny Brian takes over. That so like two out of the four. Nice. <laughs> you can identify. Um, Beverly Crusher, I've got next. She's the semi semi focused. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, as I said, that she's the one who keeps track of who's who's around it is at the bar. Yeah, it's when money wise. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 body. Yeah. 
And then, you know, I mean, Paul Beverly. Yeah. Mind you, she was told later. And then the Picard skip. We cannot skip that. <laughs> the the original Picard manoeuvre. That's the original Picard manoeuvre. You don't see it again. It's just... I've never seen that. I can't believe you've never noticed it. That it stood up like crazy. No, no. I, I mean, when you did it there, it, it's there. I thought I saw something he did before, but yeah. he doesn't do it ever again. I'm pretty yeah. sure he'll do it ever again. Yeah, I mean... Is that when you watch this episode, just look at Picard when he goes into medical towards the end of the episode. Like that little skip he does just as he sees Beverly. Yeah, it's a very, <laughs> it's very Italian. I'm gonna get some, and then they don't. Oshante, oh, Mademoiselle. <laughs> Which I'm gonna be calling a Bev all the time now because they just find it funny. Wes, we've all seen a Wes. It's the first time drunk. Yeah. Which I mean, it can get. I mean, I reckon that was me at one point. Oh, they, it's been everybody. I know it's even you, but I reckon you've seen me as Wes. Hmm. So I didn't drink much before I met you, which is just like, well, it was college days. Many, many moons. Yes. Getting up to 20 years. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. 2004, 2003. Four. And others came in because they were smarter than us. Yeah. Because we had to do with the idiot. Yeah. Back onto this. Flittingly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've caught it as horny for everyone, and then she wants some machine satisfaction. I, I just think that she wanted some human contact and then. Some machine should've... satisfaction. <laughs> machine satisfaction. Yeah, because she snogged that guy, didn't she? Then question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm saying she didn't do anything. Oh, uh, she did. She definitely that, did. That, that, I want my man Data to like go into some fresh ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, because <laughs> He laid some new pipe that day. He, yeah. <laughs> Which is always weird, because laying pipe in the UK means having a number two, and laying pipe in Yankland means intercourse. Two different things were the same. It just, it just amuses me. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I mean, like, uh, speaking of first contact, and we mentioned it earlier, it's uh, I did see a funny wee that kind of thing about that. That it's like, you know how Laika and the the Forge were in the Phoenix with Cochrane. Yeah. Photos were taken. So, sort of thing. Can you imagine him going through Star Trek Academy? And it's like, the person in this like looks like you, the Forge. No, no, no. He's got eyes. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> like this man looks like you. No, beard. no, no, no. He's got a beard. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> looks something like me. He's like, like me dad. But you know, not, distant you? relation must be. Yeah, yeah. And no one believed Quacker as well because mm. it was canon that he was talking about that. Yeah. They did say that there's uh, some weird Borg or whatever it called. Yeah. Sapplop kicking machines. That was an Enterprise, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. Uh, the Interpol was like, yes, he was known to get very drunk later in life. I know. That's a lot. He was known to get very drunk all the freaking time. <laughs> At least we've paired it with this episode. Yes. Right. Thank you for listening to the Growing the Beard podcast. <laughs>